Hey guys, welcome back to More of Mel, the coolest pod in the game, where I pick people's brains about things that really keep me up at night. I'm your host, Mel, and on today's episode, Roaring Twenties, I am joined by Brendan McNamara, who I will personally be using as a therapist and counselor to talk me out of my fear of turning 20. So I really do apologize in advance, but you're stuck here now and there's no getting out of it. So would you mind introducing yourself to my listeners, please? Do I keep you up at night? <laughs> Not you, dude. <laughs> Turning I'm 20. kidding. I'm kidding. Melody, listen, there is nowhere. I don't think anywhere I'd rather be than on this podcast oh right now. Oh, my God. I'm, that makes me so happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You reached out to me in the summer about this, and mm-hmm. I'm glad we manifested it. You yeah, manifested no, it. I'm so happy you're here. And also, can I just say, everyone, I was talking to my friends about this, and I was telling them that you were my guest on this, and so many people were hyping you up about this topic, so my expectations are so high, so you have to live up to them, honestly. All right, all right, I hopefully I won't let the people down, but I'm happy to be here. I'll tell you, you wanted me to tell a little about myself. Uh-huh. My name is Brendan McNamara. I'm from Arlington, Massachusetts, about 25 minutes north of Emerson College, I go to Emerson College. I'm a sophomore. I'm a business and creative enterprise major. I'm point guard for the basketball team. I have two awesome siblings. I love my parents. I love love my life. I love who I am Such and who I'm becoming. Such a huge life story. Thank you. <laughs> it's a succinct way to put it. That's all. No, it's great. A little overview of who you are. So this, I talked about this in my first episode about how I had a really reflective summer and it's really going to be a recurring theme in every episode because this summer was like crazy reflective and I don't think I've ever thought about my life and my person as much as I did this past summer. So just a quick question before like we really dive into everything. Is there really, oh also Brendan is 20. I am 20. I'm 20 turning 21 in November 3rd so (laughs) Wow, it's gonna soon. be it's gonna be madness out there when, okay. when I'm when I'm stepping on the scene. Oh God! Okay. All right. Well, yeah. I just wanted to make that clear. I'm 19. He's 20, and that's why I chose him for this episode. And also because I think you're very insightful, honestly. And we've had some pretty good conversations. It's really nice humility. Thank you so much. I am a nice person. But um, is there really a drastic difference between your teens and your 20s? I wouldn't say so. I think psychologically a little bit because you start to say to yourself, "All right, I'm." I'm within the 20s, and so when you look ahead at later in the 20s, or 26, 27, 28, whatever, you mm-hmm. start to project and think, okay, uh, am I gonna, you know, be married by then? So you start to, I think, in a way, take yourself a little more seriously. But I think some of it also is you gotta stay young, you gotta stay curious, you gotta stay a little naive, but also willing to learn and make mistakes. But yeah, being 20, which kind of crazy and then now turning 21 I think it's just continuing to take yourself seriously and and your own life and and what's important to you and starting to figure out what the main things are what your priorities are and and kind of you weed away the things that are distractions or just are detriments in your life which I think when you're a little younger you know 16 17 even 18 you think are so important but as you get a little older and I'm feeling a little older but I'm still I'm just about your age you start to realize some of those things just don't carry a lot of weight so I wouldn't say it's a huge difference but I just say it starts to hit you where you're like okay I'm entering the the road of the 20s where by the end of this who knows am I going to be married am I going to have children like 
that's a long way away and not something I want to think <laughs> about at all. But it, it kind of reminds you that you got to start to get your shit together a little bit. Yeah. So you really touched on so many things I want to talk about. For me, the thing that scares me the most is kind of the domino effect once you enter that 2 So 2021, 22, 23, like it just it's just going to go on and on and on. And I'm like horrified at that. I don't know why. I swear people are going to think I'm so dramatic, but like. I don't know. I'm just like heart is pounding out of my chest when December 27th comes because like for me, when you turn 20, it's like, okay, at 18, like you can vote. You're kind of adult ish, whatever. But when that like from teenager to like not having that teen like prefix to your age, that's like, oh, my God, like I, I have to rely on myself more. I have to like kind of stray away from like leaning on my parents, kind of that vibe. So it's just horrifying to me. Like, that's, but that's know. normal. That's normal to think that. I don't think you're alone in that. And yeah, I, I <laughs> think that's a very normal and reasonable feeling to have. I'd say it. Yeah, sometimes I repeat a year of high school mm-hmm. my, when I transferred way back sophomore year. So I'm like a little older. Yeah. And sometimes I think about even the fact that like I'll be 23 when I graduate college, which is kind of normal i guess 22 is standard but a lot yeah. of people are a little older and i'll be like jesus christ like i'm gonna be <laughs> old and then once i'm done it's like shit, i'm almost 24 or whatever but then i'm just thinking that so much transpires in these years you learn so much you gain so much wisdom and knowledge from mistakes and just mm-hmm. letting yourself live and being present in the moment that you can't look too far ahead because if you do that it'll just fuck you up and you'll get overwhelmed because I do it a lot in, in more ways than just my own life. I think about, you know, obviously like the people I'm going to have in my life. I think mm-hmm. about my ambitions. I think about where I'm going to be, but some of it's just, it's all a rabbit hole. You just got to be in the moment. Yeah. Speaking of rabbit hole, like I have a story time again, back to the reflective summer when I was back home in Haiti, I had like, I'm, this I need to scratch out this memory from my brain I had just one week where I went out literally every single day and like when I mean like I went out I partied I drank I whatever I did what a teenage girl does during her summer right and after like the Sunday following that whole week of like binge partying I woke up on that Sunday, I had the craziest case of Sunday scaries that really like kind of flipped a switch in my head. I woke up, I was like, you need to stop, like you need to get your shit together because this is not something, like I guess it's normal, sure I was in summer vacation, but I don't know, just the thing, the events that occurred during like my nights out, shit like I did, I was like, dude, you need to wake the fuck up like looking at myself in the mirror I was like "Uh uh-uh like it was an out-of-body experience like I was talking to myself so I just want to know have you ever had like did you have like a flip switch in your mind I have moments when that happens I wouldn't say I could point to one specific moment where I look at myself Mm -hmm. and I'm like I gotta get my shit together I'm all over the place but there's moments where I can feel when I'm not being myself if like I did go out or I'm with people who I went out because I wanted to maybe try to fit in and mm-hmm. just have be out for the night and, and you get like FOMO or whatever. Yeah. So then the next day, you're just kind of like, I wasn't even myself. I'll get those moments and then it makes you want to get back on track and mm-hmm. redirect to what's important to you and, and keeping the main thing the main thing in your life, whatever that may be. But 
yeah th- those happen to me pretty often yeah. but i don't overreact too much i think I've, I've had moments where i overreact even last year i struggled being at college uh-huh. and i'd have days where like i just always wanted to go home on the weekend fortunate for me it's close but i also relied on it a lot and there'd be mornings i'd wake up and for those who go to emerson i was in a light well and those who don't oh and they're God. listening there's no natural light that comes to the room so you wake up it's pitch black it could be 4 p.m could be 4 a.m you'd have no idea and i'd wake up and i'd always sometimes i'd feel like a rush of anxiety of like fuck i feel all over the place i feel disorganized what i do last night like well, that wasn't me and then you just want to get out of there so yeah that's the light well i'm so sorry uh, about that it was, brutal. Damn. it was brutal you realize the small things you know people yeah. say the little things matter natural light makes a ginormous difference and now really this year does. i have some natural light coming through my window when i wake up and it, it gives you a level of inspiration. But when you're in a dark room when you wake up, I mean, how the hell do you expect me to just get up with ease? No, it ain't going to happen. And it's just, it was fucking miserable. So to circle back to the mm-hmm. point of having those, like, wake-up scaries. Yeah. Yeah, it happened to me a bit too much last year. But oh, gosh. Um, with experience, Melody, you get better at navigating it. And I'd you say do. that I'm... Um, I don't overreact when they happen, and if they do happen, then you see it as just a moment of growth. And speaking of growth, I I kind of want to dig into your brain a little bit and for you to give me some advice okay. about, like, growth and living in the present and how do you go about, like, growing, you know? You want advice? Do I you would s- love open-ended some advice. advice? Yes, all right, please. All right, Melody. Um, I'd say one thing that's really freeing, a few things that I've had to realize and that I think frees you up is, one, you you know, you got to control the controllables and not try to control the uncontrollable factors because there's a myriad of them. And if you try to think of all of them it'll just overwhelm you and it'll just play mind games with you that's one two i think a realization that we all have to make at one point is realizing we're not all that important i think there is a feeling and i get it and especially with social media is like you post something and you're wondering how people are going to react to it and in your mind you might think oh they're going to look at this and be like in your mind, you might think the worst, and they might be, oh, shit, like, what is what is that pose? Like, what is he doing in this photo? He doesn't look good. People don't actually give a fuck, okay? They, so look at, they look at it. They look at it. They might like it. Maybe they'll send it to a friend if they're really flattered over you. <laughs> so there's two things. They'll either send it, they're flattered, great. Or if they want to send it and they're talking shit about you, well, guess what? They have their own insecurities that they got to figure out, and that's their own problem. But I think when you live in a way where you think everyone is viewing you and looking at you with a judgmental view, that can create fear and that'll create hesitancy and you might mask who you really are. But when you just remember that in a way yourself, you're not that important. In other words, people around you don't actually care that much because put yourself in the shoes. If someone you see on the street does something that's embarrassing, are you going to go talking about it the rest of the day? No, you no. might tell one person and then it passes by within the next few minutes. And if you do harp on it all day, then you're a loser and you <laughs> got to do your own introspection. So I think that allows you to just be who you really are. And when you are your most authentic self, then 
you get to unleash you know the the best in you so I'd, I'd say accepting that you're not that important can be can be healthy I I like that point I feel like that's a very hard pill to swallow it is sometimes. it is and you are really important to a lot of people oh, like for that's sure. not to say but I think this when we are just going out in public or like on in the grand scheme in of the things. grand scheme of things yeah. like the whole public eye I mean I I don't envy people who are in the like under a microscopic lens in the mm-hmm. public eye but even for them I bet that's something I mean I've seen interviews from people who are being judged all the time that's like their life they get critiqued athletes uh, all kinds of public figures and that's something they'll always they, I feel like they say in different ways as well it's like how you didn't make me so why would your opinion of me like i'm not gonna let it break me i mean the only person the only opinion of of you that matters is your own not not others yeah i agree with that a lot and i kind of want to go back to like the social media subject because that's something i've been working on a lot because i used to put so much value in social media like you said like if when I used to post something, I used to literally like close my phone or like delete the Instagram app because I'd be like checking all the time, like who liked this, who commented it, who like Mm -hmm. who shared it or whatever. And it was really like very detrimental to my mental health because like this is the shit you're putting value on. Like, are you serious? There's so many other like things that will be productive to your life, like other than social media that you need to put your focus on because like like I don't know. I had to do. I took an like, how do you call that? Like when you take a break from social media cleanse, kind of a cleanse type thing over the summer. And it felt really good. I didn't have Snapchat for like three months. I was like, wow, like (laughs) this is so refreshing. It is liberating. It is. I started prioritizing other things. I started reading more. I started I restarted journaling. I had lost touch with journaling. I know you're a big journaler Mm -hmm. over there. Oh, yeah. Guys, I used to take a class with Brendan last <laughs> semester. Up, Every up. morning, 8 a.m., homeboy pulls out his little journal <laughs> and starts journaling the yep. entire class. <laughs> but I admire that because, like, I mean, it's an outlet. You it know? is. It is. It's a friend who will never tell your secrets. It's a friend so who will never talk back to you. <laughs> and it's a friend you have no need to impress, just like I, That's I was just very saying. That's true. So, let it all out yeah so i started putting more value into those types of things like um i don't i think i saw maybe three friends over the summer apart from that i spent the entire summer with my family i was kind of forced to because like i was back home but like it was really awesome and like i'm not gonna stop using this word refreshing it was just like a like a breath of fresh air just like slapping me in the face and it was really like i don't know it was awesome but you keep giving me very good segues. Speaking of friends, and you called your journal a friend, which I'm not going to comment on, but... <laughs> it's my best friend. <laughs> One of my best friends. <laughs> That's awesome <laughs> for you. But um, speaking of friends, I grew apart from a lot of people. And I think that's something that comes in your 20s. And as you grow and whatnot, do you have any comment on that or, like, elaboration? Yeah, 100%. Okay. I, I think... You break away from high school a bit. I even last year I was holding on to high school for a while, and, and you you grow to know everyone in your school, and everyone knows you. And then with time, yeah, you start to realize who do you really stay connected with. Um, I transferred high schools too, so I still have like my core friends from my hometown. And you you start to just realize that people are in your life for different reasons. You have different kinds of friendships. Like I have friends who 
Um, I played basketball with my whole life. I'm still real close with. I don't see him as much, but when I do see him, it feels like I've uh, no, no time has been lost. Um, I have friends who, you know, I have these deep kind of conversations with and who I connect with on a, a deep level. I have friends who I just go out with and have fun and life isn't too serious. And so I think you need to balance those people and w what's pockets of your life you want those people in and, and whether it brings value or detriment but you have to just accept another thing that's good to accept is that people are just going to fade away and they do their own thing and you do your own thing because it goes both ways it's like I have friends who I haven't heard from in a while who I was real close with in high school but then on the other end they might be thinking the same thing I haven't heard from him what happened to him he went all ghost on me so mm -hmm. it's it's a two-way street and you it, a lot of it's just rude and being busy and uh being sucked into your own life and the things going on in a different path different direction trajectory with college or whatever endeavors you go into so it's it's interesting the people that do end up staying around sometimes it's not who you expect it to be i have some friends from high school who i wasn't even that close with but uh some of them go to school closer around emerson mm -hmm. like outside boston I'm close with them because they're just around. Then I have some friends who went farther away, and so I just don't naturally don't see them or talk to them as much. But it's something you just got to accept that people come in and out of your life for a reason, and some every person is in your life for a different reason. They bring yeah. different value, and it goes both ways. You bring that value to them in, in different ways. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. But, again, I feel like that's a – well, m for me personally, it's a really hard pill to swallow, especially like I recently, well, not she's not dead, but like I recently lost one of my best friends. Like we're not friends anymore, right? Damn. Why? Yeah. Why? So I'm, I'm going to tell you, um, it, it just goes to show that like you're going to be OK at the end of the day, yeah. even if that person leaves your life. So we we've been best friends. We had been best friends for probably like 10 years or like close to 10 years. And I was in Miami, like, over December break, and it was kind of not rocky, but, like, we weren't talking as much as we would have, like, previously. And so, and we share the same birthday. And so I text her, I was like, hey, let's, like, throw a birthday party, like, I'm turning 19, you're turning 18, whatever. And, like, everything went through, like, the we had a fun time, well, I had a fun time at the party, but then, like, things started kind of going south, like I don't even know how it happened but I don't want this to be like me calling her out or whatever but we both said nasty things to each other and eventually the friendship like faded out right and I was crushed because I had just gotten broken up with too and I was like fuck like yeah, yeah. I lose my boyfriend <laughs> and my best friend isn't here to support me tough. I was it's like tough. holy fuck like what am I like I swear I was dying inside Cause like okay, boyfriend, whatever. Like it, it hurt for a little bit, but that was temporary. But this girl I thought was gonna be in my life forever, like bridesmaids at my wedding, maid of honor, whatever. Yeah. Um, and the fact that like she left my life and it came without a warning, and I was like, oh, like panic mode was just turned on, you know. But then here I am, months later, I'm fine, I'm doing great, I have my friends here. I don't know. It just goes to show. I think you were saying this earlier that like we shouldn't put too much of a worry on temporary things yeah. you know yeah you, well, you yeah like things <clears throat> so much transpires with time once 
<clears throat> one thing time always does is it tells, okay? <laughs> time always tells, and you just yeah. got to let it tell. And mm-hmm. with time, sometimes you realize, like, oh, that had to happen. Like, breakups suck. You just yeah. allude to them. I've gone through breakups. They suck. Mm-hmm. But, and you never, it takes so long to accept it and heal from it. But then, finally, with hindsight, hindsight's always twenty twenty, And mm-hmm. that, that saying is for sure true because you see things so much clearer. It's wild. I struggled mm-hmm. so much last year. But for some reason, I now look back on last year and I'm like, damn, like that was a great year. Yeah. But it, but it was, well, I struggled a lot, but I, mm-hmm. I gained a lot out of it. I stuck with it and all that. But in the moment, I was like, get me to winter break, get me to Thanksgiving yeah, yeah. break, get me to Christmas, March break, get me to summer. And then with hindsight, it's like, damn, I, I, I feel like I loved it here. I just didn't realize it. So you just got to let. Let shit happen, let honestly. Ha- let shit happen and then let yourself reflect once you mm-hmm. have a um, less of a judgmental view on it and you can really just kind of measure it mm-hmm. with the value before and after. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Also, something that I kind of wanted to touch on is the whole idea of comparing yourself to people because that's something that I really, really struggle with like to this day. And I don't know, I think personally, because I think you know this, I was a dancer for a long while, and I think that my issue with like comparing myself to other people really stems from that, because people really push like dancers against each other, and it's like, oh, I need to be like this, I need to be this skinny, I need to be this good at dancing, I, and I think that just like grew with me, like as I got older, so did my like fear of like not being as good as the next person, so kind of want to hear your thoughts on that i think it's natural to compare yourself for sure and sometimes it's it can be beneficial to gain some kind of measuring stick but as it pertains to like your ambitions and who you want to be or who you're trying to be i think what what another thing that's really freeing is like celebrating others success whether it's your friends or maybe it's people you don't know you don't need to celebrate everyone's success because Mm -hmm. you're not rooting for everyone you don't need to root against anyone but the people you're rooting for the people around you like celebrate their success because envy just strips so much joy from things and the like being on a team and always uh playing Mm -hmm. basketball my whole life like when you celebrate the success of others your teammates and you want them to do well as bad as you want success for yourself what happens is it gets returned and one of the best feelings is when you do something that deserves recognition or gets recognition and everyone's there to celebrate you and appreciate you for what you're doing that is one of the most invaluable and uh, special feelings that you can have but if you're someone who's always envious and not really rooting for others and clearly seems affected by other people doing well when you're not doing as well or not getting as much attention then when your success comes around it's going to be a ghost town because no one wants to root for you when you're just bitter and all you're doing is being envious so it's a natural feeling to have like I'd be lying if I said I never compared or still don't sometimes but you also just feel a sense of peace when you're like very secure with who you are and your own journey and you can celebrate the success of others and i think you might get into it but that's a value of the brand my brother and i have more than Mm -hmm. different appreciate celebrate elevate celebrating the success of others so when yours comes other people will celebrate you and 
allows you to live a little more freely. I agree with that. Like, I've definitely gotten way better at it. Before it was, like, again, back to social media. Everything reverts back to fucking social media and its toxicity. Like, I, it was so bad at one point that I literally had my mom lock away my phone for, like, an entire two months. I was like, dude, you need to take this shit away from me. Like, I'm going bonkers. No, it is. It's so social media. It is. I I totally agree. It's such an obligation. Like, it's a world that you feel Mm -hmm. like you have to stay in touch with. And it drives me fucking nuts. <laughs> I actually been off Snap for two weeks now. That's awesome. And I stay off. I'm I am. I feel great. I can imagine I've missed some things, and people are probably like this asshole. Like, why is he not <laughs> responding? Um, but fuck him because yeah. it's making me feel better, and I'm spending more time just in the moment and with my life. But yeah, even still, Instagram. Like I mm-hmm. I go on there and I try to convince myself we have a business, so I have to yeah, yeah. you know be active on there. But naturally, <laughs> you end up going through the fucking rabbit hole. Of and course. It, yeah, it consumes you. But yeah, I I'm with you. So much of it roots back to just the phone and then social media. The phone. And oh. it's like if you get away from that, you realize how simple life can be. You know, you got your people, you got your priorities, and. You know, you got your family or you're the people you really want around you. And it's really as simple as that. And then you've got, you know, your day to day just taking the punches as they go instead of getting consumed in a whole different world and then being at war with yourself. That's mm-hmm. that's just the worst. I also feel like living in the moment is such an important thing. I remember over the summer, me, my brother and my two cousins, we went on a trip up north, right? And it's, like, the most beautiful place you could ever imagine in Haiti. And so we got there, and then, like, we had a really nice night together. And then the next day, we were going on a boat day, right? And so, obviously, I'm like, oh, shit, boat day. I'm going to take some cute pictures, whatever. End up leaving my phone at the hotel. So (laughs) all the way, like, on the way, I'm like, ugh. Like, I'm having the worst time of my life. I'm like, shit, I'm not even going to be able to take pictures. What the fuck? Like, this is annoying. Like, kind of this this feeling of, like, I won't be able to brag about, like, what I saw today or, like, right, what I right, did. Right. And then I got there and totally forgot the phone existed. Forgot the phone existed until I got back to that hotel room. And I had the most amazing day of my life. It was awesome. I don't know. Like, I, no, I kind of so want right. to throw away my phone sometimes. Right. <laughs> and it's, like, what, what sucks about the climate of social media we live in, it's, like, if it ain't posted, it didn't happen. Yeah. You know what oh I'm saying? My God. So it's, like. If you went somewhere, had this awesome time, uh, you know, if you didn't post about it, then it probably didn't happen. When in reality, it's like people could have had the best summers, but they Mm -hmm. didn't post all summer. And you might think, oh, like, are they okay? Yeah, My impulse sometimes is like (laughs) if I'll see people who haven't been active in a while, I'm thinking to myself like, damn, like, I hope they're good. When in reality, they could be doing fucking better than all of us who are on this app. But they're just, you know, they're living a great life and they're just not choosing to promulgate every little thing they mm-hmm. do so yeah i that's another thing about the older i'm getting too it's like i feel and i'm off snapchat at least for now i'm sure i'll get back on at some point for mm-hmm. a little but like i gotta be like a relationship away from being done with that app forever <laughs> <laughs> so and Fair then i enough. think about like instagram's all right i think i need to just minimize how much time i spend just the scroll world but it's obviously a a way to kind of promote or market yourself like it's your own brand and, yeah uh, having a brand it does help so i utilize that and then 
Yeah, but I, I, I mean, I'm ready to hang it up with, <laughs> with Snapchat. No, And then so TikTok, valid. too, I'm not really on. But, um, yeah, it's like the older you get, too, you start to figure out, well, what am I doing here? Like, I'm watching <laughs> memes that probably, like, 16-year-olds are at home creating. Like, whoa, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I so mean, that's fair enough. Like, I'm I'm really over the whole Snapchat thing. Like, I'm over it so much oh, i brutal. i don't use it anymore like I, it's just i don't know it's kind of useless to me but um we're kind of gearing towards the end of this whole episode but so when i first met you guys the first day of class walk in this class see this blonde boy and then like we're doing introductions and he's like "Ooh, i have a business and i'm like oh damn he's got his shit together <laughs> So I want to know, like, what went into that? Like, what drove, because you're, you're still young. I know 20, I'm like, oh, 20, but that's still young. And, like, you and your brother have this business, and, like, I want to know about it. All like, right, what's thanks, up? Melody. Well, let me, let me add this to two Melody's horn. One of the best things someone can do. Now, I'm not expecting it, but Melody immediately wanted, wanted to buy a hoodie, and so she <laughs> bought a hoodie. That's always the key to um, touching a soft spot in me, yeah. so I appreciate support. Awesome. Uh, so more than different, yeah, my brother and I started when I was 16. What? 16, yeah, so it's been about four and a half years. He was 20. He's about four years apart. Um, we started just as a clothing brand, and we didn't really have much of a plan. We just we said to ourselves, we want to start something that embodies the people we strive to be and invites others around so we played around with the word different for a while because i've always felt you know I've, we've always been the kind of popular sports kids but felt a little misunderstood always mm-hmm. like I, I wasn't i always felt like i wasn't one of just another one of them and so mm-hmm. we played around with the word different and then we were just messing around for a few weeks trying to figure out what clicked and then more than different hit and we were like, that's the one. And then we came up with designs. And we just silkscreen printed white T-shirts in my basement for a few weeks. Um, just like plain white gilded shirts. Went mm-hmm. to like Michael's and bought a ton in bulk and silkscreen printed them. Uh, like dried them with a heat gun. Mm-hmm. And then once we had enough, we put it on our, like our personal Instagrams. And like we're colin mac at colin mac who's my brother colin mm-hmm. mcnamara and i are starting a clothing brand called more than different swipe up if you want a shirt and so many people swiped up and we wow. sold them for like 10 bucks that was the end of my sophomore year at arlington high school shit. so it was like the last week so i was showing up to school with bags, bags. of shirts <laughs> and we were just slinging them out and weren't making much money mm-hmm. but it was just to get it out there mm-hmm. and the love was pretty overwhelming and so we started being like okay like let's start a website Let's start to expand some of the offerings we have. We got into hoodies. Um, and then then when I went to Nobles, transferred to prep school, it mm-hmm. started to take off. Everyone was buying hoodies, which was really cool. And then we hit a point where it was like, okay, people like brand and the hoodies are cool. And we have a lot of different colors. But then it was like, we need to make clear what the mission is. Mm-hmm. And the mission is being more than different, break it down two ways. Well, the, the two, I'd say it's, it's a lifestyle brand about being authentic and ambitious but in more than different being more than that's the point of being ambitious that is when you see more in yourself you start to see more in others that's mm-hmm. how you start to interact with the world and i think if you, you look internally and you start to see more potential in who you are more to unlock in yourself you have a level of empathy when you look at others and you stop judging them with a quick view because you see there could be way more to them because i know 
is way more to me. Yeah. And then being different, that's your authenticity. Everyone has it in their own way and they just got to choose to let it let it beam into the world. So it's a pretty ambiguous per, uh, meaning in terms of who a lot like resonates with it, mm-hmm. which I think is why it's really cool. It's not just like an athlete's thing. It's not a, a boy's thing. Like yeah. it's, it's all walks of life. And so we started like a podcast had all kinds of different guests that that epitomize what is Mm -hmm. to be more than different and we interviewed them let them tell their story kept going with the clothing started a blog and just kind of kept going ever since and it's it's been tough because you got to just maintain my brother now works full-time I'm in college college athlete Mm -hmm. but I love it I worked all summer on it we had a big basketball tournament I saw that do you guys give out scholarships yeah so that's awesome explain yeah so the money we this was the second year we did it but last year and it went the same this year but last year we raised all proceeds on the event went toward a college scholarship for students in the area to apply for Mm -hmm. um and we raised enough for two fifteen hundred dollar scholarships and so they'd write a like 500 word essay basically Mm -hmm. the question essentially being you know given the definition of what it means to be more than different seeing more yourself more in others um how does this how is this pertinent in your life Mm -hmm. and we got all kinds of amazing stories and we were able to give them out to a couple of recipients that were deserving and we're hoping to do the Well, we will do the same this year. We're just um, finalizing all the money. It was only like three weeks ago we had the tournament. So we're just rounding it all up and then we'll release the application. So I love it. I think why I mean so much to me is because it is the lifestyle paradigm with which I try to mm-hmm. live my life. I try to see more of myself, see more in others. Um, I try to be authentic and be ambitious and try to bring people that are around me and in my life along with that mission and and encourage them to be who they really are and feel celebrated so that's why it means a lot because it's simply just how I try to live my life and and I get to market it and wear a bunch of clothing that has it on guys he's decked out in mtd (laughs) merch right now i am i am i even brought my mtd water bottle but hey melody (laughs) if you're not going to be the one to gloat it who will so i'll gloat it for you no i know you do i'm just <laughs> saying you know if if, the, if you're if you're, you're you're the founder of the brand and you can't wear it then who's gonna so fair I, fucking enough i always gotta rock it so thanks for asking there's no better <laughs> feeling course. than being asked about more than different because we definitely put a lot into it but no yeah it's still it's still growing it still needs a lot of work to do but for the listeners you can go follow mtd the movement on instagram you can go check out more than different.com your one-stop shop for all more than different content, merchandise, blogs. I write a lot of blogs. I like to think I'm not a bad writer. We have great podcasts. And um yeah, you can you can hear the whole story about what more than different's really about. So more than different dot com folks. Thanks for the thanks I'm for letting fucking me get the plug. <laughs> because I'm not screaming at like the promo. I'm screaming at like how your voice changed and got <laughs> so much more professional and marketing like. Uh. But no, that's awesome. I think that's one of the main reasons why I chose you for to be in an episode of my podcast. Because I think that's really like inspiring and like that kind of motivates me. I like I wake up every morning and I'm like, damn, Brendan has has a business. Every I, morning I, you I, wake up. Every yeah? morning with you <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, God, I gotta push. Like Let's I, go, I gotta man. get my money up. Gotta uh, gotta stay motivated, you know. So yeah, I, do it. You got an idea? Like yeah. I, I'd say, my biggest piece of advice on on starting something or like going in on some kind of 
business endeavor that with hindsight I wish my brother and I maybe knew is like having more of a plan going in like we we kind of just adapted on the side like on the fly and we were like Mm -hmm. all right this thing actually kind of hit let's let's put some more into this but yeah like you know there's a lot of highs and lows there's days where it's like shit is this really gonna work but you gotta stick with it and I'd say having a plan and sticking to it but also being able to adapt is really important but yeah melody if you you get something i'll be one of your big supporters so if you if you start something i'm all for (laughs) it thank you so much well guys i think we can talk about this topic forever and ever because it's (laughs) something that i'm still very fearful about but that's (laughs) that's all the time we have for you right now thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of more of mel roaring 20s Shout out to Brendan for being here. It's such an honor to have you on the podcast. I'm so happy you gave me some of your time out of your day. And I was going to ask you for a piece of advice, but you already gave it before I asked. Yeah, well, listen, this is a a wonderful podcast. And forget (laughs) what I'm saying about the business. You started the podcast. That takes courage, Melody. That takes courage. Trust me, every time I put my podcast out, whenever we do episodes or we clip something out and post it, like I feel vulnerable because you put yourself out there and it's your voice and you're speaking and you're trying to feel like I have a sense of credibility, but I know there might be people who listen and they're like, what is is he telling you? Why is he saying this? My own girlfriend said, ex-girlfriend said some bullshit like that to me. Uh, I hope she's doing well. I hope she's doing well. I do hope she's doing well. I'm not going to bring out my anger, but I'll say it takes courage, so I admire you for doing this. Thank you. And I admire, because you're doing it way better than me, by the way. Even though I just gave this advice, you're doing it. You have such a great plan with all this. Like, I Thank know you've been you. pumping these out. When we do a pod, if it's a guest, then we plan. If not, I'll kind of text my brother, like, pod tonight, and we, <laughs> you kind of just let it rip. So you're doing it better than I am Thank in terms so of the much. podcast stuff. And keep it up. And um, I'm going to go make sure I'm subscribed to the more Mel podcast. You have to. Like, how you're a guest and you're not. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We'll talk about this after. Oh, stop it, Mel. (laughs) But anyways, guys, I hope you enjoyed listening to today's free therapy session with Brendan. I was going (laughs) to call it an episode, but it was really a therapy session. And I I hope people got some from it. Hopefully I don't sound like I'm I'm just a fucking idiot. But um, (laughs) I don't think so. Yeah, I guess just speaking from experience rather than (laughs) trying to be a therapist, I'd say a lot of it's just rooted in experience. That way I don't get crucified (laughs) for sounding like I know what I'm talking about. 100%. I'd say it's just all uh, learning experiences. Yeah. Thank you for sharing today and I love you all so much and I'll see you next time on more of Mel.